Alright guys, welcome back to Thursday, February the 4th. It is just the countdown. I guess we're starting the countdown for Valentine's Day. We have exactly 10 more days left. Um, and I mean, I'm like, I don't know what to say. Um, the good news for me is that my boyfriend's present just came in today. And um, he keeps nagging me over and over again to see what it is. And it's always every freaking time I try to get him a present, he's nagging me. And the worst part is like he usually comes over. So it's like, where am I going to hide this present? It's wrapped though, which is the good news. And I got to see it and I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to see his face. Um, but uh, uh, what do you call it? Traditionally, I want to do this hopefully every year if he's listening I think I just gave away <laughs> just a little part of the hint. Uh, if not, I'll probably talk about it on Monday. Because uh, uh, Valentine's Day is actually on a Sunday. I'm praying and hoping that I don't work on Sunday. But it's Sunday. Almost everybody works. So we'll see how that will go. And plus, almost everybody is going to be like those that are usually working a 9 to 5. Um, are probably going to be off on the weekend. So they'll be able to celebrate uh, Valentine's Day properly. And I'm hoping that it's not going to be as busy at work then, you know, because every, uh, like everybody's just going to be buying flowers and all that stuff. So hopefully in my area it doesn't get busy. So hopefully we'll see how that goes. Um, it is Thursday, so um, I am going to be reviewing wrestling, of course. Um, I, I really want to start saying stuff about what happened because I've been talking about this for weeks and weeks so forth and all i gotta say was i told you so but stay tuned just listen uh later on of what i have to say about the i told you so um in a way if for those that know what i'm already talking about they're like oh yeah she she was right <laughs> um but really quick uh there was like two things i wanted to talk about before i start reviewing wrestling <laughs> um there was there was Mm, one i wasn't i wasn't sure why it was trending on twitter uh paul walker was uh was just resurfacing on twitter um the late actor of course we know that uh that we loved uh and missed dearly uh passed away a while back and um he was trending and i guess uh somebody was asking like oh what was the death that hit you the most and when somebody mentioned about Paul Walker, everybody started talking about it. And I was just like, hmm, yeah, I really miss Paul Walker. It, it sucks because he was like one of those actors as well that we could have thought also like kind of like with Kobe Bryant. Like, you know, we see him and we literally thought he was going to be living forever. It's it's really tragic of how he passed away. And um, it's crazy to even even say like of course the fast and furious franchise are, is is not the same anymore um after he passed away i i gotta admit though i'm like i know i did say you get a really emotional with uh with a bunch of movies but furious 7 that one hit home for me and people like to joke around like oh you know women cry on romantic movies and real men cry on fast and the furious i don't know if that's true <laughs> and it's funny too because <laughs> yesterday me and my boyfriend were watching toy story 4 and like it, i'm telling you if y'all already see my boyfriend he's like this really tough serious man whatever 
So, like, if y'all were to see him crying on Toy Story 4, you're gonna be like, what? He's such a softie. Yes, because I am probably gonna admit that I made him a softie. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Paul Walker was trending last night, and I was just like, huh. And who knows? And now that I think about it, I, I highly doubt, though, that they're gonna... Uh, put him or like you know like how they did on Fury 7 where they use his brother um, just to do the acting but you know they try to like put his face on on him you know like CGI in a way I don't know if they're gonna do that in the new Fast and Furious movie because I still don't understand this whole storyline it's like oh where was John Cena this whole entire time all of a sudden he's uh Dominic's brother that we never heard of and so Mia is gonna be in there the actress uh is gonna be there so I'm just like hmm if she's gonna be there are they gonna you know bring back Paul Walker's character you know Brian I don't know um but that's one thing I wanted to mention and then (laughs) The other thing I wanted to mention, I'm not really proud of it because I mean, well, I did say it was I I was gonna do this, um, but I renewed my Netflix account finally, <laughs> fucking nine dollars. And also, I want to point this out. I'm like even more reasons why I'm still against the whole Netflix uh, charades and all that stuff. So while I was renewing my thing. It was asking me like, oh, hey, uh, choose choose or view the plans and choose which one you wanted to renew. The fucking premium one went up and I didn't even notice. I remember back then and I kept saying it throughout this whole podcast. I literally thought it was uh, $15 just to get the premium. No, 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 no. We're looking at the new price of $18, $17.99 just to watch premium. Video quality is at its best with 4K, uh, 4K plus HDR resolution, and you can watch four screens at the same time. This is why I hate Netflix. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. I remember when it was $9.99 for the premium. You can watch as many as screen. I think it was like four screens at that time. And, um, you know, you had to worry about video quality and all that stuff. And then the price started going up and up and up, you know. Nah, my cheap ass decided to get the $8.99 with good resolution and only one screen. Uh, oh, wait, my bad. Good resolution, which is 480 pixels. And honestly, if you ask me, because I'm actually watching it in the background. Uh, I'm watching Breaking Bad <laughs> right now in the background. It's not that bad. I mean, I don't see the difference. I mean, yeah, I have a 4K TV, but I'm like, picture is picture and fuck it. I'm just going to get my money's worth. Well, actually, eh, I was going to say, I'm like, well, whenever I was renewing, I guess Netflix felt bad because I haven't been on there for a while that they're like, you know what? We're going to let you try the the standard the standard plan for for that same price of $8.99 and then after that you're gonna go back to basic whatever so I guess I am watching it at 1080 pixels whatever yeah I mean I guess but still I'm like sweet Jesus like why why in the fuck does Netflix gotta be so expensive it's unnecessary and if you ask me right now I was just like yeah I'll watch it for Breaking Bad um Better Call Saul however it has uh one of four seasons and I already watched that You know, where's the fifth season when I need it? The thing that pissed me off, though, is that they removed that 70s show from there. (laughs) Yeah, y'all are going to say The Office. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, The Office is on Peacock. I actually, you know, get to see it on free, whatever, on certain episodes. So I'm like, I'm not bragging. uh, Or I'm not complaining, sorry. But that 70s show? Like, really? 
I'm like, well, good thing I have the disc collection, but still, I'm just like, there's really nothing to watch. And the only reason I renewed this, and this is what I was coming for, uh, coming to uh, announce that um, the main reason why I renewed my uh, membership is because uh, Malcolm and Marie movie is coming out tomorrow. And I'm planning to review it that same day. So I'm literally going to watch it, review it, so that way y'all get an idea. Because that's basically the plan that I'm planning to do for um, for like any upcoming movies. So I'm definitely really excited to watch that movie. And um, WandaVision, of course, is tomorrow as well. But I'm going to hold off on that one and review it on monday so that way i can get all my theories in place and all that stuff or you know any any things anything that will come in my mind of course it'll be on there but um but yeah uh i'm definitely gonna be reviewing the movie tomorrow that's probably all i'm probably gonna be doing uh for tomorrow's episode uh but for today i guess uh, today i just had to mention those two things and then um Let's talk wrestling, I guess. But first, let's go ahead and put that sponsorship. Okay, so um, NXT um, was something I probably mentioned on two days ago or yesterday's uh, podcast that Edge was going to be showing up. And obviously, I mean... I watch AEW, so like, uh, I'm like I, I'm dreading to talk about AEW right now. But we have to be fair on this game. Like I said, uh, don't you size, you know, just support wrestling in general. And I have my thoughts about Edge going to, on NXT because um, it can mean anything. You know, he's probably putting them on notice and all that stuff. Um, but just like he did with Drew McIntyre. But, um, he didn't show up right then and there. He, uh, what do you call it? I guess he showed up, like, in the middle of the episode. So, the first match that showed up on NXT was the Women's, uh, Dusty Classic, which was, um, with Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai versus Caden Carter and Casey Cantazaro. So, um... Honestly, I'm like, I don't care how bad, like, how evil or, uh, what do you call it, uh... Well, yeah, just how, like, uh, how Raquel and Dakota are, like, uh, they're really good at being villains and all that stuff. So, I literally have my money on them. <laughs> and, uh, with Casey and Kaden, I'm just like, hey, you know. Yeah, they're good as being as, as, as a tag team and all that stuff. I'm still thinking that, you know, the women's, uh, tag team champion should be at least on NXT. Because I see a lot of potential, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, potential tag partners that can actually do it uh, together compared to how it is in um, in the main roster. Excuse me. I literally just ate pizza. So, like, I'm, like, burping over and over again. I should not have eaten pizza before <laughs> recording this episode. Because it's just, like, ugh. <laughs> but, um, but, anywho. Uh, so, obviously, the match was pretty interesting. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on between them. And, like I said, I love NXT for this. Because they do have a lot of people that are athletic. And they have so many good moves. Like, it's not, like, an, like a, a short fight. Like, how it is on the main roster. I mean, they have, what, two hours of tv time they're gonna make sure we get you know at least a good match and yeah so um that's what happened and uh what do you call it um props to dakota with her kick and everything also let's not forget that she was in the women's royal rumble uh for sunday i was kind of bummed that raquel wasn't there would have been really interesting if she was there but uh obviously uh 
what do you call it? Uh, Kaden got that big ass kick on her, and um, what do you call it? And Casey, I mean, she's all right. I mean, me, I'm just like. Remember that little big flop that she did? Uh, what was it last uh, last week where she tried to uh, imitate Ricochet's uh, move, but it just flopped? And I'm like, okay, we get it. You know, you don't have to show off. And uh, but it did, it wasn't enough to stop Raquel and Dakota. And like I said, those two are amazing. So they obviously moved on. Um, they moved on to the next round and they defeated uh, Casey and Kaden. So it, it was not bad, honestly. Um, and they're going to be in the finals. So after whoever wins on the other match uh, between Shotzi and Ember ver uh, versus Candace and Indy, uh, whoever wins that, they're going to go for the finals. And I actually found out that the pay-per-view, it's not even a takeover. It's called, uh, what do you call it? NXT Vengeance. And I was like, hmm nice i'm like first it was the great american bash now vengeance what's next like armageddon <laughs> it was funny me and my boyfriend were talking about this like the the lost pay-per-views that you know they haven't been around now they're coming up with these new pay-per-view names that are just like floppy like if fast lane I, I really don't understand fast lane fast lane also who remembers the great balls of fire <laughs> that was the that was like probably the baddest name like the most horrible name you could have come up with for a pay-per-view so anywho uh moving along with that i'm probably not going to be going into much details with um <laughs> with nxt for the same reason that i didn't watch it um but after that i guess um once you know it went on commercial break and it came back um they got to see edge speaking of william regal and i'm just like legends legends and me bowing to them you know for the same reason because i mean william regal he had his time too um now he's the gm or i guess the only person that's a gm um in the whole uh, WWE and, of course, uh, what do you call it, and on NXT. And so, um, but, you know, Edge was there. So, it's like, hey, he's here. It's confirmed. So, you know, it's any minute now. And um, afterwards, the match, uh, Leon Ruff and Austin Theory. Uh, oh, sorry. Leon Ruff versus Austin Theory and uh, Johnny Gargano on his side. So, this has nothing to do with the Dusty. Um, so what do you call it? Uh, even though Johnny Gargano is on Austin Theories' uh, side, it, it kind of gives you a hint of what's going to happen afterwards. Uh, for the same reason that, you know, the way can never have a fair fight. <laughs> you know, it's so sad. But, um, honestly, Leon Ruff in single matches, like, they're showing his you know his true potential which is pretty cool like if you ask me um i'm not sure if there's anything gonna happen like later on if like now that damian priest is on the um on the main roster there's not gonna be any beef between damian and leon uh for you know uh battling out against uh johnny gargano so um what do you call it so there is a possibility i'm pretty sure that leon ruff is going to be challenging johnny gargano for the north american championship but i feel like with austin theory on his side chances are that you know johnny gargano is still going to retain, retain on that so it's gonna be sad uh but uh for that uh what do you call it for that match actually uh austin theory did ended up beating leon ruff for the pinfall 
of course so i'm just like meh you know i wasn't surprised but hey you know who uh what what, what did surprise me that even though um that happened dexter loomis was there and i'm like oh maybe a triple threat hopefully i would love that um but dexter loomis does have potential if he were to actually challenge johnny gargano for that north america championship yes you bet your ass yes i would support that and uh what do you call it it usually that's the good thing about um the pay-per-views for nxt they land on saturday and i gotta admit though i have the network okay i'm not gonna be spending 60 dollars just to watch a pay-per-view for AEW. that's not gonna happen i had to learn my lesson when i uh when i bought double or nothing uh the very first one uh, I was just like, no, that's too much money for me. I can't be spending that every single month just to watch it, you know. Um, if they ever come up with their own network or like if, you know, uh, let's see. Unless if they try to do something with TNT, but I highly doubt it. Um, it will be able to work. But yeah, those pay-per-views are too damn expensive for me. So I won't be able to watch those. But yeah, you bet your, ha- you bet your ass I'm going to be watching uh the nxt pay-per-view for sure and um afterwards uh after that match i guess i'm not i don't even want to acknowledge it It was zaya lee all over again i'm like we already know that whole charade uh but after that it was the the other round of the nxt uh classic i mean dusty classic for the men's is gonna be legado del fantasma versus lucha house party Oh, great. Let's do this. This is a Hispanic, uh, what do you call it? It's a Hispanic uh, wrestling match for these. Except for the part that is called Lucha House Party. Mm. Uh, uh, they should change their names to Casa de Lucha. Or, wait, yeah, Fiesta de la Casa Lucha. Or, I guess, you know. <laughs> That's actually really uh, funny, but it is a mouthful. Um, but, yeah, again, you know, Lucha House Party are part of the uh, Dusty Classic, so they're getting their TV time, of course. Um, however, Legado del Fantasma does, they do have the upper advantage for the same reason because of Santo Escobar um, being uh, the Cruiserweight Champion. Sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, I was just like, hmm, they also have potential, you know, even as a tag tag team, they really don't need Santos Escobar to, you know, prove their point um eventually though if you know if i would say if santos were to just you know relinquish the cruiserweight title and actually challenge uh whoever either finn or whoever's retained the nxt championship that would be pretty interesting and then legado del fantasma will have their own little potential like uh hispanic version of the undisputed era um, but then again, I'm like, I don't think we'll be able to see that, like, if they were going towards the main roster, um, because we see people like, uh, like Andrade and, um, Angel Garza, like, those two people, they're not making it. And so far, where the hell is Andrade of all these, pla- uh, of all these places? Ever since Zelina Vega left, uh, WWE, like, I haven't seen Andrade. I don't know if he's injured, is there something that I miss, you know? Uh, Charlotte, you mind, like, texting me what's going on? <laughs> not even. Um, but on and then the lucha house party again like they they had their momentum as well so for them to actually be going this far on the dusty classic i'm telling y'all they need to be on nxt it's so sad because i mean they had a match on what on raw 
and it flopped so i'm pretty sure it would have been better if they were on nxt but sadly legado del fantasma actually defeated lucha house party by a pinfall and it says here that it was actually a really good match so i'm just like hmm all right but um it looks like over here um says here after the match nxt's newest high flying duo msk uh came out to talk some trash with some uh with their semi-final opponents um and then oh okay so it looks like there it is gonna be legado de fantasma versus msk next week uh for the dusty classic uh oh no it's for the main thing but either way i'm just like hmm i feel like I feel like if I were to put my money on there, it has to be Legado de Fantasma because these people, MSK, yeah, they got history, all that stuff, but, you know, they can't just have the easy way over there, you know, but we'll see. Anything can happen at this point. Um, excuse me. So, uh, right after them, we actually got to see, um, Pete Dunne and, uh, what do you call it, One and Danny, uh, address uh finn balor for you know basically i guess making his his whatever he whatever it is he's trying to make it known but like i said how i told you guys i mean it is already known that you know they were gonna have like a storyline between uh pete dunn and finn balor and yeah it is confirmed that they're gonna be actually fighting on vengeance for the pay-per-view for the nxt championship however it didn't stop right there edge did come out interrupted but said that they are on notice you know so i'm just like okay great you know i'm like i really really want carrying cross to come out and you know um actually make the challenge after whoever wins that match whoever like whether it's finn or pete whoever um but you know edge at the same time i'm just like really you deserve better than nxt you know this is for rookies you're a legend you don't need none of this but then again the same thing apply for charlotte as well and look what happened she ended up winning the nxt championship so all the rules are just there like anything can happen and um i'm hoping that he does show uh edge shows up shows up sorry uh tomorrow on friday night smackdown i think i might be able to catch that i don't know probably gonna be able to miss the first hour sadly because of work um but uh i'm really thinking that you know he he's making it look like trying to show everybody like hey it's not it's not it could be drew it could be um it could be finn or pete dunn whoever wins that match or it could be roman at this point but honestly though i think i think it's not gonna be roman i feel like brock lesnar might just come back and i actually had a dream about that that brock lesnar did came back i didn't even tell my boyfriend about that i didn't tell him but yeah i had a dream that brock lesnar did come back and i was just like oh yeah huh well what do you know you know uh what do you call and he was challenging roman um yeah i have i sometimes have weird dreams nowadays like if there's something that i'm doing recently i apparently start dreaming about it i don't know why now back then it was like oh like it will be random dreams that i can never explain but now it's like stuff that i'm doing i'm dreaming about it yeah it sounds really weird when i say it out loud uh, but anywho after that little segment we still had um let's see we still had uh jesse camilla with robert stone Ver- uh, well the robert stone brand uh versus tony storm 
and um apparently there was no contest and it was a little bit interesting now because we got to see Io Shirai she is rocking the bangs I was like hello um and obviously because of that well actually first it like once it was like right before the match was about to start Mercedes Martinez just came out starting uh started and she started to attack uh Tony Storm and I was like this is what I mean uh what do you call it like uh I kind of figured they were gonna make a triple threat match because again um Tony Storm challenging Io Shirai when Mercedes Martinez already challenged her it showed a little bit more um conflict for the same thing because you know i'm like hey i already challenged her who the fuck are you to come and behind like go behind me and do this so just the fact that that was happening you know uh it was really interesting but then io shirai also make her way and um you know uh, she landed on both mercedes and tony and basically said oh yeah i'm the reigning one and everything so um and like i said eo i feel like she still has her reign going but if anything god forbid though that if she does lose uh, the nxt uh championship she might be going to the main roster and tagging up with oscar who knows um but yeah it is confirmed that it is going to be a triple threat for the coming pay-per-view uh vengeance this is going to be Eos Shirai, uh, Tony Storm, and Mercedes Martinez battling up for the NXT Women's Championship. So who knows what that's going to win. My money's definitely on Eos. I really want her to win. Um, but then again, I mean, her reign is, is already looking a little bit long enough. But who knows? Like I said, anything can happen. Really want Eos to retain. And Mercedes and Tony can go back to the line where they belong. <laughs> Um, I do want to see one more uh, Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm just just for fun, you know. And after that, we can close that uh, chapter for sure. Um, but it was pretty uh, it was pretty good just to see uh, Io Shirai with her little bangs and all that stuff. So that was pretty cool. Uh, after that, we also got to see the Cruiserweight Championship uh, match between uh, Santos Escobar uh, versus Kurt Stallion. <laughs> and it looks like uh well things got interesting but it also says here something about uh far in the corner of the cwc behind the crown uh behind the crowd stood scarlet covered in smoke and red lights the smoke show watch on obviously the messenger of carrying cross um i really i'm praying hoping he better not be making like a you know what do you call it um like a sign that he's going for the cruiserweight i really doubt that's that's the whole point but um obviously um santos escobar did retain that match was like eh. cruiserweights is not so much i mean i feel like they they do need a little bit more tv time but 205 live is not cutting it for them i mean how they're having women's matches and stuff like that so meh you know um but after the match, it says here, Karen Cross appeared and demolished Legado del Fantasma. Car uh, Cross entered the ring and Santos Escobar refused to back down. Cross said that they seem to have an ever-growing issue, so they're going to settle that. However, he's going to give the NXT Cruiser Champion, Cruiserweight Champion some time to think about the inedible. Okay, Tan okay Thanos, we see you. Um, but still, I'm just like, I don't know what's... The whole purpose of that, Karen Cross is not a, he is not a, what do you call it? He's not a cruiserweight opponent. 
I don't know if it's because of that injury that he had on his uh, shoulder or whatever. This, this, and that. Like, I feel like it shouldn't... It shouldn't happen. I disagree. I feel like he should be gunning for the, uh, the NXT championship afterwards. And, um, well, anywho, after that, I think it was the main event of the of the evening which is um the quarterfinals the undisputed era which is adam cole versus uh roderick strong versus uh tomaso siampa and uh timothy thatcher and i'm just like hmm honestly i'm rooting for undisputed era at this point but um the thing is that i just don't agree with this whole tagging up uh two people that were going against each other which was siampa and uh thatcher um but honestly like you know undisputed also had their time already they already uh won the dusty classic before and you know hell they even rocked the the nxt uh tag team champion so it's like meh you know what's the point um and honestly uh, I was really rooting for Undisputed Era, but however, like I said, they had their history. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher actually defeated the Undisputed Era. So, what does that mean for them? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Adam Cole, he he already had his long reign. He had his long reign on being the NXT champion. And so, it's like, okay... Uh, we were hoping that he was already going to be in uh, the main roster by now. But I'm pretty sure because it's, it's not about just him. It's also about his family, the brothers and all that stuff. Um, what do you call it? Uh, he's not willing to leave uh, the rest of the guys uh, just so he can uh, pursue his career by himself which is i this is my opinion i don't know if he actually confirmed it or not so if he did um if he is waiting for for the rest of the gang to join up good for them but i don't know how that will work on the main roster i mean yeah they they are they've been on nxt for quite some time they've been there for years now um and so uh honestly if that if that were to happen props for them uh, but hopefully, hopefully they can actually reshape the tag division because this whole teaming up random guys, like a singles competitor it, with like tagging them up with another singles competitor is not cutting out for me. And I really want more um, tag team people uh, being in the roster and actually gunning for the for the um, for the tag titles. So we'll see how that will go. But, um, NXT was, it was alright, it was interesting, I'm still concerned about the whole Edge being over there, um, really hoping that it doesn't happen that, you know, he actually challenges, uh, either Finn or Pete Dunne for, for that NXT championship, I would like to see him, uh, challenging Drew McIntyre, that would be a very interesting match, and it'll, it'll be a while, uh, like, a what do you call it, it'll be a long match for sure. Uh, but we'll see. Only time will tell. He doesn't even know who he's going to challenge. Or maybe he does. Uh, but he's just not letting us know just yet. But uh, anywho, let me go ahead and talk about AEW. Because there's so much to talk about. I've been wanting for been dreading for this to happen for quite some time now. Since yesterday. So let's go ahead and start talking about AEW. Oh. 
all I gotta say is I told you so. Or I told whoever <laughs> told you so. Um, AW, uh, their beach break was yesterday, of course. And there was a lot to cover. Uh, only for the same reason that, you know, um, I told you so. <laughs> um, but let me go ahead and just go ahead and start uh, how basically the match started. Um, so the very beginning of it was the, the battle royale of whoever gets to be like who will determine uh who's gonna be fighting the young bucks i guess in the upcoming pay-per-view that they're having at revolution so they're gonna be uh the uh, number one contenders whoever it is the only thing that was really confusing for me was that the bucks themselves were in the battle royale and i'm like but they're the champions so what's the whole point of them being on there apparently if the bucks were to win they get to choose who they wanted to um who they wanted to uh, defeat on or who they want to go up against uh, on the upcoming uh, pay-per-view. And I was assuming like if the Bucks were to win, it was probably going to be like maybe Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. That's who I think. Um, but like I said, uh, it, it's anybody's game. My money, however, it was on so many people, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I really, really wanted like Jurassic Express to, to win, but you know. This is not my call. Uh, but actually, the people that were on there, it was a lot of a lot of tag team partners. And it was also um, not only Jurassic Express, but it was also Sammy Guevara and Jake Hager. With the, well, I mean, and also MJF and Chris Jericho. Proud and Powerful, the Beaver Boys, uh, the Dark Order, which is Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Top Flight, the Acclaim, the, and the Young Bucks and Private Party. So, just the fact that um, it was Sammy Guevara and Jake Hager uh, going up against MJF and Chris Jericho. Lots of tensions right there. That's all I got to say about that. Um, But the match, of course, was pretty iffy, of course. Uh, It says here that uh, FTR was originally going to be in the match. But after what they did last week, they have been pulled and replaced by the Bieber boys, apparently. Um, Of what they did, which was uh last week what was it last week it was uh uh jungle boy versus uh one of the members of ftr while luchasaurus was handcuffed with um with the other two it was pretty funny but you know i think i saw a clip where they did something to marco's stunt i think so i don't know um but yeah they were pulled from that uh, the match was a little bit uh, tense, of course, but at the end of the day, the people that won was MJF and Jericho. And so I'm just like, huh, that's really interesting to watch, given to given in that aspect that, um, what do you call it? Uh, I guess Sammy and, uh, well, it's just mostly Sammy that I noticed that he's a little bit upset that, you know, Jericho's preferring MJF over Sammy. And Sam, uh, what do you call it? MJF is the one that's actually looking like he's trying to, you know, um, control, um, the inner circle and, you know, go behind Chris Jericho's back and, you know, do a little demands and all that stuff. Um, you know, it says that. Uh, Sammy actually walked uh, walked to the back while MJF and Jericho were celebrating. So it was a little bit sad at the same time. Also, um, right after the commercial break, we uh, got to see Sting and Darby Allen uh, talking about, you know, revolution. And then let's not forget, um, 
that Darby is going to be defending the TNT Championship uh, against Brian Cage. Um, but however, Joey Janela came back to the picture. And I'm like, huh, it's been a while since we've seen him. I swear to God, I've been burping like crazy. It's so hard for me to even talk. Uh, so excuse me on that. But um, but yeah, so like uh, Joey Janela came in and Joey's like, hey, I uh, think you can come up for a challenge and try to defend the TNT Championship with me. So and plus, we haven't seen the TNT Championship be, uh, being defended uh, for quite some time. So this is something interesting to watch. So that's probably going to be happening uh, next week. And then uh, right after that was uh, the match for Dr. Drip, uh, Dr. Britt Baker uh, with Rebel, Rebel with versus Thunder Rosa. Sorry. My money was on Thunder Rosa. I was hoping that she would win. And it looked like she almost had the upper hand. All up until Rebel decided to come in and freaking um, basically distract the match and all that stuff. And I was kind of bummed about it. Um, basically, Rebel, what she tried to do is remove, uh, remove one of the thingies from the, from the corner. And leaving that corner exposed for whoever lands on it will get knocked out. Uh, Britt Baker almost landed on there, but she stopped herself. And eventually, Thunder Rosa ended up hitting that corner. And, you know, she was knocked out, which uh, Britt Baker actually decided to do her little submission uh, movement that led to Thunder Rosa. Well, she didn't even tap out. She was knocked out, so they called off the match after that. And it pissed me off because, you know... <laughs> I'm like, Thunder Rose is a good wrestler. So I don't know if this this whole storyline is over between the two. Um, I feel like it isn't for the same reason that, you know, Thunder Thunder Rosa was knocked out. So who knows? But yeah, um, sadly, uh, like I said, uh, uh, you know, Dr. Britt Baker ended up uh, winning that match. And then afterwards, we got to see um, we got to see the match of Hangman uh Adam Page versus uh and Matt Hardy versus the Chaos Project which is uh Luther and Serpentico. And honestly, I was just like this weird uh tag team thingy majora is a little bit iffy with Matt Hardy because I noticed that he did this last week uh with Private Party and now he did it the same with Hangman Page. So the match was pretty intense. Like it was pretty good. Uh the only thing is that we kind of figured that uh hangman and uh matt hardy were gonna win but we just didn't know how everybody thought that hangman was actually gonna end up getting the pinfall nope that wasn't the case because matt hardy decided to tag himself in uh for him to do his little finisher whatever and um what do you call it and ended up getting the pin that made them win and i'm just like what is up with matt hardy being like this you know i'm like i get it you know it's not working out for you single uh as a single competitor and you're trying to be a villain and all that stuff not working out dude i don't know why <laughs> so that's all i gotta say about that um but afterwards i noticed that i on the commercial break uh there was mjf and chris jericho you know they're trying to celebrate and everything um but the rest of the inner circle was like annoyed of them and i was just like holy shit and um i noticed that sammy walked out because of how i guess upset he was that you know of this whole uh relationship between chris jericho and mjf and when jericho goes behind like he goes after sammy like trying to stop him and you know trying to calm him down mjf stays in the room 
and he's like telling Wardlow, hey, you know, take care of, you know, whatever the door, basically kicking the camera crew out while he's trying to have a chit chat with, um, with, uh, what do you call it, Santana or and Ortiz and Hager in the room, and the door shuts. So I don't know what what was it that he was telling them, but I feel like he is trying to plot against uh, Chris Jericho. That man is not to be trusted because he is pure evil. He is an ass. He knows he's an ass, and he doesn't care. He loves the attention that he's getting. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm just like, I don't know what to say about that. But later on afterwards, we finally get to see the wedding of Kip Sabian, uh, and Penelope Four, while Miro is the best man along with Chuck Taylor being the butler. <laughs> so sad. Um, and it was funny cause me and my boyfriend were watching it and we're just like, well, nothing good ever comes from a public, a pub, uh, well, a televised a wedding especially when it comes to a wrestling ring so there were so many things that could have happened my boyfriend pointed out the cake for sure he's like is somebody gonna pop out of that cake and i'm like possibly you know but i'm just like is trent coming back because i know he was injured and all that stuff but i don't know if you know he he is good enough for him to show up but i told my boyfriend i'm like if anything it's gonna be Orange Cassidy that's gonna be either coming out of the cake or something. He's gonna come in and interrupt the match. Um, but of course, um, you know, Kip Sabian, Miro, and Chuck Taylor, they all come out, um, you know, getting everything prepared. And uh, what do you call it? Uh, then Penelope Four comes in, and they it was so sad because like Kip Sabian come like he he's he's there talking, trying to say his vows, and you know he says how much he loves Penelope, this this and that. And when it was Penelope's turn to speak, freaking Kip Sabian like you know she said a few things, and like freaking Kip Sabian's like darling you don't have to you don't have to tell everybody how you feel I know how exactly you feel and I'm like bro why are you being a dick I'm like come on let her speak you know um but she didn't mind she didn't care you know whatever and then like uh they put on the rings and stuff like that and um what do you call it uh the 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 the, the the pastor the priest whatever by the way that dude has some weird ass eyebrows I gotta point that out um but he was like if anybody wants to you know uh interrupt this uh marriage you know speak now forever hold your peace whatever mira's like i've been to weddings hell i even experienced one myself and i know uh you know uh no good things can come through a wedding like this you know whatever and uh, i was like over here like uh like we were like pointing out about the wedding that he had uh in wwe with uh lon and bobby lashley <laughs> so like it's like we already know um and then you know i guess like they were about to announce the uh the priest was announcing uh kip and penelope you know as bride and groom whatever um married and stuff like that and then freaking meryl gets into the microphone and now it's all his attention towards him and it's it's so funny too because i'm like i should be in the crowd i should be in jacksonville with the crowd because even whenever like i'm in like i'm watching it on tv mira's on the microphone saying you know but what is love and then me i'm over there like who oh, baby don't hurt me <laughs> and then i started hearing it in the background with the crowd and i'm like why am i not there i need to be there um but you know 
uh, Mira was pointing out that, you know, he has to make sure everything goes good because he knows that there, no good thing comes on a televised uh, wedding. And then he points out this big ass gift uh, in the background. He's like, what is that? And, you know, Chuck Taylor, you know, being the butler, he's like, oh, that's for me. And, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, that's for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who's who's in there? So, like, you know, Mira started punching the box, trying to make sure nobody's in there. When he throws the box, there was nothing in there, just gift wrap and all that stuff, you know? So we never got to find out what was really in there. Uh, what is it that the actual present that he gave Kip and Penelope, whatever. So, um, afterwards, uh... What do you call it? I think uh, Meryl told Chuck to go clean it. So he goes down there, cleans it. But I guess Meryl didn't realize that Chuck was actually handcuffing Meryl's ankle to uh, to the corner of the ring. So he is he can't move like he, he's just stuck there. And once that happens, Orange Cassidy comes out of the cake. And it was so funny because like, uh, what do you call it? Um you know they basically ruined the match and then penelope landed on the cake but um there wasn't much cake on her so it wasn't as chaotic but um you know orange cassidy did beat the crap out of kip and um you know meryl was just there like what like you know oh my god and uh penelope of course like my wedding's ruined this this and that um, it was really a, fu- a really funny segment. I'm pretty sure that's probably going to happen on pay-per-view wise. That's going to be Kip Sabian versus Miro against Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. Because technically speaking, Chuck Taylor doesn't need to be a butler or a slave to Miro or anything. But um, that that was pretty funny. I liked it. Um, afterwards, it went on commercial. Once it comes back, it gives us a little glimpse of... Um, of Shaquille O'Neal accepting Cody Rose's challenge that's gonna happen on March the 3rd why do I have to wait a full ass month like come on Shaq you're, you're too busy you know calling Cody a punk this this and that trying to act all tough but we gotta wait till March for it to actually happen and it was funny because um he was showing off his move that he had and I'm just like oh god Shaquille has a move that's so funny um but yeah it is gonna be confirmed that you know they're gonna have i guess a mixed tag uh match with uh you know shaquille with jade cargill versus cody and red velvet so that's gonna be interesting to watch until march the third um and afterwards after that we got to see the lumberjack match between eddie kingston and lance archer so that one it was just you know random wrestlers getting beat the crap out of either kingston or art uh lance archer um but at the end of well i mean there's really not that much for me to talk about for the same reason that you know i've seen this match already and i knew it wasn't gonna be over that between them two but uh archer uh lance archer actually got the got the pinfall uh, on Eddie Kingston. So I'm like, okay, it's tied now. What does this mean? Is this, is there going to be any more matches between them? Or is there going to be another one just to close it off? Or uh, what do you call it? It might be on uh, the pay-per-view just to end it. Who knows? Um, and so we actually got to see also after that match about that FTR uh, segment that I was telling you about. That they did something to Marco Stunt. Um, it looks like here it says... Um, 
yeah you know the, uh what do you call it, it says uh dax says that they aren't bad guys but sometimes they have to ask themselves what would bad men do and you know marco stone was tied into a chair into a frame uh and you know that basically ends that segment so i'm like Ugh, you know we'll see um anywho the main event i need to talk about the main fucking event because again i told you so I'm going to keep saying that over and over again. I don't care how many times people are going to be doing the drink of how many times have I said I told you so. I told you so because I told you so. Um, the main event was Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers uh, versus John Moxley and Pac and Ray Phoenix, also known as the Death Triangle. I don't know. What's that? You know. But anywho, the match was interesting. And it was funny because I love watching those matches with, with my boyfriend. And, you know, my money was obviously on Kenny Omega and the, and the Good Brothers. And his money was on, on John Moxley uh, and Pac and Ray Phoenix. Because he's like, nobody likes a cheater. But I'm just like, yeah, but nobody likes somebody that can't control themselves, you know. They need to be smart. They got to be smart in the game in order for them to succeed. Um, the match was really intense, of course. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that. Um, you know, like, honestly, uh, like it, you know, Pac and, and Ray Phoenix, great athletes, love them to death, even John Moxley. Um, and I freaking love how Ray Phoenix did like a reverse 619. It was pretty cool. Um, Kenny was almost getting the, the win against Pac, but Pac was not letting himself get defeated. And, um, and I noticed that, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, afterwards, like, you know, Ray Phoenix wasn't letting himself get, get, you know, defeated as well. But it wasn't a match against the Good Brothers as well. The Good Brothers are good, like, they're really great athletes as well. And, um, and they managed to actually get the pinfall. And when that was happening, you know, I told my boyfriend, I'm like, it's, it's, you know, like, they beat them fair and square. They didn't have to cheat this, this, and that, you know. Um, but then afterwards, John Moxley was like, no, I, I'm not done. I'm going to keep beating the crap out of this guy. And, you know, next thing you know, uh, you know, when, when, uh, Moxley was doing this to Kenny, we see this guy that was, what do you call it? Uh, dressed black hoodie, uh, with the hood on and you know the the disposable mask uh, they were wearing and I'm like who's this you know and when the guy took off his mask and took off his hoodie the first thing you see is go to sleep club that's right Kenta is was on AEW and I was livid like I wasn't livid I was ecstatic just to see him the reason why because I've been I've been calling this for so many weeks. Like, hey, what do you call it? Um, I like, we love that partnership between Impact and AEW, but I want to see that partnership with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes, ma'am, or yes, sir. Whoever's in control of this, thank you, because I've been wanting this for quite some time. And the only reason why is because let's let's not forget that Kenta is challenging John Moxley for the United States Championship uh, for, you know, New Japan. So for Kenta to actually make the time to go, I guess because he even tweeted out, you know, how long does it take from Orlando to Jacksonville, you know, traveling-wise. Um, I can't believe I freaking missed it. But when I saw that, I was like, I was losing it. Even my boyfriend was like, 
what are you okay and i'm like no i'm not okay i'm like i've been i've been talking about this for quite some time that you know i love how aew is working with other pro wrestling companies to make to give pro wrestling fans what we need we can't just say competitors this this and that and not even mention mention them by name like not even humanize it i hate corporate america for the same reason how they are with competitors wise and i feel like with aew is changing the rules on that it's it's about a big wrestling family we don't care what promotional company you come from like you if you know the techniques come along and aew is giving that is giving us that for the same reason that you know impact is happening and now with new japan i am waiting and dreading for the moment i get to see kota ibushi or even okada on aew that shit will mean a lot to me if we're gonna mention this too um what do you call it they also announced the AEW Women's Tournament, and they were going to do, like, part Japan and part United States, even though Rio is on the United States. I mean, I don't know how that's going to work. But um, I love how they're doing that because they're doing that for the women's wrestlers as well. I don't know how Kenny Omega pulled this one because I'm pretty sure he has a, he had a lot of influence on that decision as well. But um, I'm, I'm so happy to see this. And also, there was a video that was uh tweeted on on aew's uh twitter page after the after the show ended where kenny was going up towards kenta and you know like hey you know like you know thanks thanks for having my back whatever and then he pulls out the too sweet hand gesture and freaking kenta was like fuck you <laughs> he's like i'm not for i'm not for you i'm beating up john moxley whatever this this and that so you know of course we we see a current member of the bullet club and a former leader of the bullet club of course kenta has this his little his opinions on that and let's not forget i even mentioned this too with tamatonga um same thing with him he called it the bootleg bullet club I would love to see him on AEW beat the crap out of that. That would be an, a whole different storyline on that. Still would love to watch it. And, you know, I'm pretty sure AJ and Finn are probably in the back of just watching. Like, man, you know, what am I doing with my life? We should be we should be over there, you know. And uh, But Kenny did announce on that video that it's going to be him and Kenta versus Moxley. And I think he said either with Pac or Phoenix. I forgot who. Um, but it's going to be on the following week. And I retweeted that saying, how is Kenny and Kenta going to get along for this one? For the same reason that I know Kenta is, doesn't agree with this whole little, um, you know, grouping up former Bullet Club members, uh, to make their Bullet Club gang on AEW when there's an actual Bullet Club group on New Japan. It's a whole different storyline. Like I said, I will still watch it. And uh, me, I'm so happy just to see this partnership, not just on Impact, but also on New Japan. Who knows? Maybe Ring of Honor too might might join along. I doubt it, but you know, at least I want a New Japan to be there. Um, and this is why I say it, and I'm gonna say it over and over again: Don't choose sides. Uh, just support it in general. So, um, I'm probably gonna just wrap it up like that right then and there. Um, I still got one assignment to finish, uh, for before the week is over. I mean, it's due on Saturday. I got plenty of time, but I'd rather just 
get it over with now so I can at least enjoy my weekend. Uh, especially with uh, having a big review uh, booked for tomorrow. You know, I did mention I'm going to review uh, Malcolm and Marie movie uh, tomorrow when it does release on Netflix. And um, after that, we'll see what happens on the weekend. But for sure, um, y'all know what it, what's going to happen for tomorrow. And then WandaVision, of course, is going to get reviewed on Monday. So um, I, me, honestly, I'm happy. I'm really happy about this this decision that AEW is doing with with just wrestling in general i love it i wish wwe would do the same but you know they are corporate america of standards whatever you want to call it and i know vince is not going to agree on stuff like that so it sucks but uh i'm gonna go ahead and end it on that note and like i said again and over again i told you so but please support wrestling in general don't choose sides always you know just watch it you know be fans and everything but don't go on other people's twitter accounts and be like oh you know like they're doing it better why can't y'all no 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 no. don't do that um but i hope you guys have a great day and i will talk to y'all tomorrow